transfiguration it is the essence of the Christian life. And in a few days we will celebrate the feast of the transfiguration of our Lord. When he went on above on Mount Tabor and was transfigured before the apostles. Now for us, there are moments of transfiguration. And they come to us, opportunities to manifest God within us. If we don't blink. If we aren't afraid. The door is open. We have to just walk through it. Now, this past week I was painting the icon, finishing it up for the installation in New London of the five wise and five foolish virgins. And a couple of women came in who were artists who were interested in iconography. And so I asked them if they recognized any of the scenes. And they did okay, 50%, maybe they got. But then I pointed the wise and the foolish virgins. And I showed the one was sending the other off to get more oil. And what is oil, I asked. Why wouldn't they share their oil? Well, oil is virtue. And you can't share your virtue. You have to each cultivate your own virtue. And sometimes that's in positive acts. That means acts of courage, acts of selflessness, acts of love and kindness. But sometimes it's negative acts. It is tearing down the walls that we have built up in our heart to protect us from people. We don't want to be vulnerable. We want to be in control. It makes us self-centered. It makes us selfish. And sometimes we have to have negative acts of virtue. That is to let go, to surrender to God. That too is a transfiguration. But sometimes that is more difficult than a positive act of virtue. Now we saw what Christ did. He revealed His glory to His apostles. He took down the veil. He took down the wall. He was vulnerable to His apostles for a moment. As the hymn goes, as much as they could bear. And they couldn't bear too much. In the icon of the transfiguration, they're scattered all over the hillside. It knocked them down. God's glory before them. So God has called us to transfiguration. And it is the nature of the Christian life. If we're not growing, we're shrinking. We're dying. We know people that have said, maybe not out loud, maybe they haven't even articulated to themselves, but they said, Growing is too painful. I quit. I'm not growing anymore. This is the way I am. Accept me the way I am. They see everybody else's faults. But they want people to accept them the way they are. Those kind of people die then. And 30 years later we put them in the, in the grave. Because the nature of the Christian life 
is growth. It is transfiguration. And for Orthodox Christians, it is a natural process. You don't have to force it. You don't have to groan and struggle. You just got to follow the calendar. You just got to come to church. You just got to go to confession and receive communion. And growth is automatic because you're allowing the Holy Spirit to move you inside and to take you on that journey. It says in the Bible that God chastises His children because He loves them. If He doesn't chastise you, you're not His child. How many times have I said, okay God, change me. I give you permission, as if He needed permission. I give you permission, because I know what's coming. I know there's going to be trials. I know there's going to be challenges. But I want to grow. I want to mature. But when we become stiff-necked and we harden our hearts, we shrink instead of growing. We become angry people, one-dimensional, controllers, addicts, selfish. Instead of revealing God's glory, we cover up God's glory. We erase the image of God in us. In the book, Crossroads, W.M. Paul Young writes this about his main character and really categorizes a person who has died spiritually. This is what describes Tony's heart. Pain, loss, and finally abandonment are each a hard taskmaster. But combined they become a desolation almost undurable. These had weaponized Tony's existence, equipping him with the ability to hide knives inside words, erect walls protecting the within from any approach, and keeping him locked in an imagination of safety while isolated and solitary. Little true music now existed in Tony's life, scraps of creativity barely audible. The soundtrack of his subsistence didn't even qualify as music. Unsurprising elevator melodies accompanying his predictable elevator pitches. Tony had lost his personhood. So what does God want from us? Well, he describes it when he tells us about the new wineskins. He can't put this treasure in old wineskins. Old wineskins are stiff. They're not flexible. They don't expand and contract as the wine ferments and goes through the process of becoming wine, something good. You gotta be flexible. You gotta relax. Otherwise you crack and everything leaks out. So we need to be pliable. Read 
humble. We need to let God, to give Him permission to work within us. This Wednesday we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Transfiguration as a remarkable moment in the life of Christ when He let down His wall, when He let down His veil. So every day in the life of an Orthodox Christian is a day of transfiguration as we try and let down the walls of fear, of protection, of control, and we turn to Christ and let Him work within us. And when we do that, prayer will take on a new meaning. It will become automatic, it will become immediate, and it will become continual. Because as I said on Wednesday, God created us as prayer machines to constantly be in dialogue with Him, to constantly be, re, be reporting back to headquarters of what's going on here and where we need help. Because life is a spiritual battle. It's taking place out there. Down here. But that's headquarters. So as we begin Paraclesis in preparation for the falling asleep of the Virgin Mary, come. Come you warriors, you prayer warriors, and intercede for the world. The world's a mess. We've got to do our work. We all know people that need our help. We have to pray for them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.